me, beep me, kill me. It's a whole <laughs> new pod, the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. I am your host, Lucas Melby. And I'm Jacob Telegen. And that's it. No Dustin, but most importantly, no, no birds. Bird. The the air conditioner unit, which I am sitting next to now, yes, has we, been freed we flip of flop the nest again. It's gone. It. They they threw individually all the little baby eggs out of the nest. No, there were no baby eggs. There, were, there weren't even birds in it when you when you yes, were no, getting it. We I was worried that there might be baby birds in it, and that uh, other relevant parties would have a say that we wouldn't just kill the birds. But nope, it's been freed. We'll probably still just have the occasional bird or. These air conditioning sure. units, this is like a, it's a funnel of sound. We get trains, we get uh, cop just, sirens, yeah. so Everything I, kind of I deeply through. apologize for the Fr- Freaky Friday episode. The birds were very annoying, and as much as they annoyed you, just know it was even worse for me editing the podcast <laughs> because I was able to edit out some of the chirping, but also Ooh. just that, you know, as I'm making edits, I re-listened to parts. So you listen to an hour of birds chirping or a little less than that. I listened to all of it repeatedly to like the point five hours. I was like traumatized where I was hearing phantom bird chirps <laughs> no, just no. around. Like I'd be listening to, uh, you know, just a different podcast and I'd be like, I got birds chirping in the background. And then there would also be That's times rough. where like as I'm editing it, you know, I got an open window next to me. So then there's also birds like just around me constantly. Oh. Uh, so, yes, a unique audio situation for us. We've had plenty of other audio issues, but this was a unique one and hopefully one we won't encounter again uh but we were just in a tough situation where it's like i don't know should we have punted the episode should we have all sat in closet together i was wondering if we would have to like default back to our original recording could have blamed the uh the power for going out again on us dustin's just a curse i wasn't sure if we'd have to go back for like this episode back to our recording style of like us just using one mic and talking into both ends of it that would be really old school i called that yeah. lady in the tramp style because me and jacob would talk and then we kiss we would above the microphone when we'd, we'd have our yeah we'd have some noodles every once in a while we'd be noodling and fortunately we're also uh recording early which maybe will allow us to if the the birds come and try to make another nest that that will at least get ahead of that one uh but we're following up freaky friday with the kim possible live action movie which from what I've looked at, are probably two of the least popular or least well-received DCOMs in really? our entire history. Uh, wow. So Freaky Friday, we dealt with uh, millennial nostalgia for the Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis movie, and that being it's a travesty that they would ever think of remaking it. And that. we established, or mm. I established in the Kim Possible, so the drama movie episode, that I have no affiliation with Kim Possible. So I don't really care about them butchering her in live action. However, I take strong stances to Disney live action remakes on them being unnecessary. So for this, I can side with them saying that this movie did not need to be made. Correct. Uh, I'm just annoyed with it for different reasons than the fans like Jacob. Like this was um, so. Do you remember when like just just in general, Disney started redoing like all their their live action kind of remakes? Well, so movies? it was something they kind of stumbled into a bit where the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland. No, oh. that was kind of more just like I mean, technically it's a remake, yeah. but it was also just like yeah, Tim Burton does this thing, and that movie was extremely successful. Yeah, and then afterwards they did a Cinderella live action movie, which I think kind of flew under the radar a bit but it was somewhat well received yeah I, and then, then there was maleficent which the was beauty and the beast one with like emma watson but right? the the one that really kicked off the current trend was then jungle book oh that yeah was like, oh, that was kind of decent and i yeah, saw that with, with all the animals and i was and like stuff. yeah that was kind of decent but yeah. then that led to jean favreau who i don't know why i said his name like that jean oh, jean favreau directed the jungle book and then he would also direct the quote-unquote live action Lion King, even though that movie is fully animated, they just want to make yeah. the animals look weird and look very weird or look real and look very weird when they're singing. Because I don't yeah. know if you know this, but uh, animals don't have functioning mouths that allow them to Re- sing because animals don't sing. Really? You know who can sing? Cartoon animals. That is true. It's maybe like there's a reason why these things are envisioned as cartoons or animated movies. It's because they utilize the medium well. Like, in I Can't Wait to Be King. I haven't watched the Lion King live-action movie. Again, live-action quotes. But save I'm sure, yourself. I'm sure that I Can't Wait to Be King is a dry, lifeless 
and, that colorful sequence of and i i feel like they're they gotta be running out of you know ideas now but i mean they just did the little mermaid obviously mm-hmm. so but i mean i don't know i mean i'm sure there's still a handful they can do but i don't know how many they, they've done a lot of the the yes they've done all ones. the ones that would, would make them the most money yeah nobody's gonna freaking be mad or happy if they like make a live action sword in the stone I mean, they already even did Pete's Dragon, so... <laughs> oh, they, wow. You know, yeah. unless they scrape the bottom of the the racist barrel where they're trying to do, like, Sound of the Song of the South or something. Yikes. Uh, I think they're running out of the ones that people will care about. But we're talking about Kim Possible. Just Kim Possible. This is released in 2019. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. The first movie, or the first decom of 2019. The other one will be... Descendants three, which and then after that, one. Zombies three. Yeah, we I mean, no, we no. We do Zombies two first. Two, sorry, <laughs> but getting getting ahead of myself. Again. Well, we're all getting ahead of ourselves because Kim Possible. My first notes for this movie is unclear if a sequel. That should even probably say unclear if a prequel because this movie starts off in kind of classic spy movie fashion. I've been rewatching all of the Mission Impossible movies uh, in anticipation of Dead Reckoning Part One and. Classic way to start out in the middle of an action kind of uh, spy sequence. Like a, it's like a giant dam. That's holding back a sludge pool. Yeah. And she's uh, jetpacking in while providing some basic narration being like, this is who I am. I'm Kim Possible. And if anything, I don't have this for sure, but this movie feels like either a prequel to the show, but more likely maybe like, they wanted to make other Kim Possible movies or maybe even like a Kim Possible live action show. But I feel like the movies would maybe be more likely because this movie looks like it has some money behind it. Yeah, no, I mean, there's it's got decent uh, stunt work and effects, yeah. as we've, we're seeing here with some of the sludge. Yeah, the, the sludge in the background, they're doing you know, all the some pretty good, you know, decent choreography with the flips and stuff and the acrobats and Kim flips everywhere. Yeah. She's always doing some kind of like, although there is no um, cheerleading, you know, cheerleading or anything like that in this in this movie. They kind of you know ignore that and instead focus on soccer. But yeah, there's you know we don't see her do any cheerleading, but she does plenty of somersaults and flips and stuff. You know, so she elsewhere. is breaking into a base or somewhere that Doctor Dementor is, who is a character that. Jacob kind of remembered from the cartoon. Yeah, his visual, he, he just had like a just he looks a big helmet. Just, you know, no, doesn't look anything. No, like, I think in the in the in the cartoon he was bigger, you know, and he kind of looked there was like a Marvel or like a DC character that kind of looks, looks like, like the Juggernaut. Yes, yeah, kind of uh, like but that. The connection to the cartoon is that he is voiced by Patton Oswalt in the cartoon, and he is played by Patton Oswalt in the movie. And and that was kind of cool to see some of the the faces and the you know, like. I know that person, right? I recognize that voice. But it's just Patton Oswalt, who's a small man yes. in a helmet, and he talks with it, like a German accent. So yes, it's not the most intimidating. Fräulein and. Kim is played by Sadie Stanley, who surprisingly, like, isn't a, a Disney Channel star of the time. Like, she was just picked for this. And maybe at the same time, she was on a minor character on the show, The Goldbergs, which is where the guy who plays Ron Stoppable comes in, Sean Jamboni. Jamboni. And I, I recognize his voice from... Camp Crustaceous, the Jurassic World animated series. Everybody knows that. I, I, I mean, it's the same voice. I mean, and like you said, the Goldbergs too. Like if you, yeah, he is if the you main see him, little kid in the Goldbergs. Yeah, who he is, just wears glasses. I think in the and show, the Goldbergs is narrated by Patton Oswalt. As, oh, like, weird. The grown up version of this kid. So there's lots of crossover. Yeah. So he's of course in every of the episodes, and I think I saw yes. that Sadie Stanley was in like 36 episodes. Okay, uh, but at this point, and it's kind of weird how they how they. It's, it's more than just. This They're both movie, weird because she's not a Disney star. No. I guess the the Goldbergs is an ABC show, so that's owned by Disney. Okay. Uh, but this would have been into like six or seven seasons of the Goldbergs. Yeah. So he was already kind of like, I don't know, an established kid actor too. So they're both yeah. kind of, again, maybe him being in it's like more of like oh we're treating this seriously we're not just putting you know and dog with the blog kid three. Like I wonder if this movie was ever intended to be for theaters. No. No. Definitely not. I, I don't know. I mean... If they didn't put even a regular Kim Possible movie in theaters. They're not going to try to do a... That's fair. No. I don't know. Uh, Jacob's so dumb. Like like this, <laughs> this live action. Keep in mind, this live action came out like 16 years after the animated show. 
animated series. I think the show or looked 15, like it you know, ended something like in that. 2004 or 2005. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a while. Yep. Been a while. I mean, but, but we love do that, that nostalgia. Like, the, the, we love the nostalgia. I mean, the Little Mermaid live action movie came out close to like 40 years after the original. So. Yeah. Numbers. <laughs> years. Remember numbers? Time. The crime procedural show. <laughs> no, uh, I feel like I do remember so, that. Focusing back on why they're there, Dr. Dementor's doing something with this evil slime. It's going to like melt the world or something. But they, they, they beat him and. There's some dramatic escape sequence where the place is self-destructing and the slime's coming at them, but they, like, jetpack away at the last second. We we get some cut-ins from Wade, their guy in the chair, but more like child in a chair. Yeah, it's I I feel like Wade in the in the animated show is a little bit cooler, you know, a little bit more chill. This is like just seem more well, like a as child. Is the nature of all cart well, not I guess maybe not necessarily cartoons, but like Who's more cool? Impossible doesn't look. So in this movie, we'll soon find out she's going to oh, yes. her first day of high school, so she's a freshman. I don't think Kim I mean, hey, not to Oh, Get a little oh. Jacob Telejohn oh, here. Oh, oh, that cartoon Kim don't look like a high schooler, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, wow. Uh, I think I'm looking at a spider on the wall or maybe a fly. I don't know. That won't distract I us, think it's, it's like some kind of like a fly. Kim Possible, though. Then we do, immediately do, do, cut do. into the opening theme, but it's a cover because it is Sadie Stanley singing. Yes, it's not Christy, me, me. Christy Carlson Romano is, is not the singer here. But we will hear a song by Christy Carlson. That is true. Or at least we're supposed to think it is. Yes. Some other, or really the only other big name in this is Allison Hannigan from uh, How I Met Your Mother, which is probably her more recent famous role. But for me, also the American Pie movies, for me, she plays Willow in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And she's just her mom. And dad is played by some guy. Yeah, her, her her dad and her brothers really aren't a big the brothers like I have like one I don't even know if they both have lines of dialogue. No, There's I, like I, one line of dialogue. They're, they're a little bit more annoying and sometimes even helpful in like the animated sh- series, but they were like literally her dad and the, I mean they they were nothing in this movie. It's all about the lady. Girl, it's all about uh girl bosses. We do see a pillow of uh, that says girl boss in yes. Kim Possible's room. Which I think even by 2009 would have been primarily just a joke used, except for by, like, wine moms or something. Wine moms. And there's some talk about, like, oh, she just had a mission, so is she going to be able to do well on her first day of school? So this is where I probably had the same thing come up when we watched the movie, the the cartoon movie, where I'm like, does everybody just know who Kim Possible is? And, yes, her parents, there's no secret identity. Her parents are in on it. But, like, everybody she's not, at, school knows at least in it. the school, they're not, like, treating her like she's cool or anything. Well, everybody one knows in particular. Every, everybody knows that she's she's impossible. She saved the world, done all this stuff. But we, we're also introduced to uh, Bonnie uh, yes, when they Bonnie, get to school who here. Is maybe more of like a in the cartoon. Maybe again, I haven't seen any of the cartoon really. So yes. maybe starts off more as a rival and then kind of falls into like a a, 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 a frenemy or something, or like an yeah. enemy turned friend kind of thing. Yeah, he still I, kind of butts heads. With but I mean, when I when they showed her in the in this movie, I didn't know who it was. I'm like, oh, it's like a, like she's like I don't know, just different different casting, different kind of character. She's like Asian, I think, in the movie. Which she could be Asian Maybe in the she cartoon. Is. I don't she know. She could be. I don't know. It, it just it, it give me Bonnie vibes. If you know well, what I'm something saying? else that doesn't give Kim possible vibes that Jacob uh, brought up a little earlier is that. In the cartoon, both Bonnie and Kim are cheerleaders. In this, it is set up both also that yes. Bonnie is a sophomore when Kim is a freshman, and that the hot thing at this school, they even say cheerleading is so Lowerton, and they're at Middleton High, oh. uh, and that it's all about soccer here. And that does kind of feel like it's, I don't know, sexist or misogynistic or something. Yeah. To, that's also something that happens that a lot in Disney's live action remakes, like uh, they call attention in, like, to like Beauty past the Beast, things. It's like Belle is the only good person in her entire village, and we're going to show that also by her teaching a girl to read and a man getting angry at her. Oh. Where it's like it's well established. Like in the original Beauty and the Beast, is all about Belle. Like that's yeah. what the song Belle is about is how she doesn't fit in because she reads. But yeah. you know, she gets a book from the nice bookshop keeper. It, we don't need it, they just hit you over the head or they'll try to like course correct for some stuff that is maybe like quote-unquote problematic from like a fairy tale yeah it just is from years and years ago it just feels like so trite and 
Disney is always the one where there's the joke about like Disney's like, oh, this is the first gay representation in our movie. But like Disney said that like eight times, including with LeFou and the live action Beauty and the Beast, where for Disney, you know, representation's important and all, but Disney is always only doing it as kind of a a leverage point to earn points from viewers. They're never doing it as just really to a do progressive it. thing. They They're have doing to like... it in a calculated way that they know they can get the headlines or the yeah. clicks or even like the hate clicks from yeah. these things. Any publicity is good publicity. So does it really matter that Kim plays soccer or tries to play soccer in this? And Not really. I think in the animated show, they there are different things that they like. They compete, you know, over. Maybe they play sports like that, too. I don't remember exactly. But, I mean, obviously, cheerleading is the big thing. What I'm saying is Disney's making her not a cheerleader for the wrong reason. We just watch zombies. Cheerleaders are like zombies. We know this. Cheerleaders are okay. Sorry, we're all over the place. And and there is no Rufus yet. Not yet. No no naked mole rat. Because we've also talked about Ron so much so far. (laughs) No Rufus yet. Somebody who we do have, though, is Draken. Or Dr. Draken, I don't know yeah. if he's a doctor or not. He is busted out of, we see a title card, Arctic Prison by Shigo. And, and there's some cool effects kind of here. You know, That's we what see my, the, my notes say, effects decent. Yeah, like like Shigo, like Shigo uh, her color scheme, or it's always green. So whenever you see like laser, you know, going through walls no, or be ceiling. Shigo. So she breaks through the wall, then she does, does the ceiling, and then their ship, you know, has like a hover thing, and they, they hover out of the... the jail cell or whatever it's pretty cool some cool effects here there's some bullshit at school where they're like late to class wade is trying to guide them with her like hollow so she has a pendant that projects out a hologram wade, yes projects wade. the wade and this is where i'm like she's just walking around the halls with this does everybody know she's a spy and then i looked up on reddit or something it's like yes everybody does know she's a spy. yeah yeah it's weird that they just don't care like how long has she been this spy has it must not be new they talk about them being like in the paper and stuff. Yeah. So I don't but know. Bonnie, so she's not like the coolest kid at school, I guess, because Bonnie doesn't like her for reasons. Uh, then we meet important character for the movie, Athena, who and was introduced crying while talking on the phone. She's like, oh, mom, they threw me my stuff on the ground and they bully me here. I hate school. She has very messy hair for unknown reasons. Kim does some like weird gymnastic backflip stuff to pick up her papers and give it to her. He's like, oh my God, you can't possible. Yeah, I think I maybe skipped over that she also was doing weird backflip stuff in the soccer tryout. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make the team because freshmen aren't allowed to be on the team anyway. She like avoids like 20 people and then she scores a goal. And Bonnie's like, oh, Kim, you're so. You're it's, good enough to be the. Straight Shaolin soccer stuff. The man, like, equipment manager or whatever they made her. So uh, they take Athena to uh, Buenos Nachos or something, yep. her and Ron, that is. And they're immediately hitting it off where Athena is a big fan of hers. She's like, oh, I cosplayed you. as at Comic-Con. It's I'm like she, like, that, it's like she knows everything about Kim. Maybe a little too much. Hmm. So there are maybe immediate BFFs. And Kim's like, you just like seem to know everything about me. Like we were like made for each other. Made and for then, each other. She has ridiculously messy hair up to this Yeah, point, it's Athena. like something falls out of her head, I think. I don't know. So then they have her have a makeover. Yeah, bring, bring her to a salon. And then her and Ron go back to eat some more nachos. And then they come back and she's like, a, everything's new. Her clothes are new. And I'm only saying this because the movie basically is heavily implying it. But it's that like, she's hot now. Yeah. Like, doing a slow-mo. She's playing the music. Slow-mo, and yeah. she's got like a spy outfit hair, on. Tight clothing jacob please please (laughs) uh then and apparently i learned on like imdb trivia that like this outfit she's wearing is like the outfit that kim has in like season four of the show so it's kind of uh, an easter egg okay that's Uh, cool it's a dream sequence a dream sequence (laughs) then they start singing no kim possible uh and call me pp if you want to speaking of singing we had previously heard a song by Poppy Blue. Poppy Blue, that's right. I don't remember if that's a character in the actual show. As far as I could research, it is not. Okay. Uh, but Poppy Blue then shows up, the pop star, who is played by Christy Carlson Romano. Kim Possible. She pulls up in like a, looks like something from like the Barbie movie, maybe like a pink SUV limo thing, yeah. maybe? Yeah. And, and yeah, so Christy Carlson Romano obviously played Kim Possible in the animated show. So that's kind of another kind of cool 
Easter egg, I guess. I, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people probably wouldn't even, you know, maybe didn't even know it's her. I don't know. I don't know if Christy Carlson Romano was doing her, like, vlogs at this point in time. I think oh, she on, on YouTube, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that was kind of a cool Easter egg, whatever you want to call it. And uh, oh my, she is whatever. picking them up to go to a mission. And since yes. Athena is hot now and has a spy suit, she's brought on to Team Possible. So her, Ron, She's and- fierce, says... Uh, Oh, yeah, don't remind me of that. Fierce. Line. And then she's like saying some weird thing. But like, it's kind of funny because throughout the movie, there's at least two or three times where people owe Kim, like for some reason. So Poppy Blue owed her for like doing her taxes and saving her from the IRS. And like later on the in the movie, true hero stuff. Like the mayor gives her a ride also because she stopped a meteor and there might have been another thing that happened. Which all seems extremely, well, not the IRS stuff, I guess, but. To what the major plot is in this movie, very small scale compared yes. to like a meteor or the, the plot she thwarts in the cartoon movie. Yes. So they learn that Shigo is breaking into some science base, but it's like a secret science base that's in the middle of a field. And now, like, there's... Yeah, it's like, like some, like, weird... It's like some weird island in, like, the water. Oh, I miss... It's not an island? Well, it's, like, weird. It's, like, a little, well, like... How are they driving there, then? It, well, it's like a little small island within like a bigger area of land. I, it's it's weird how it is because they get out there and then um, Athena pulls like some apple off of the tree and that opens up like a because like Kim and Ron can usually it's always Kim right that like is able to figure out oh this is how we get into the secret base and whatever but she couldn't figure it out but oh here Athena is pulling an apple from the tree which opens up like the secret hatch to get in. Yeah, there's immediately a change where Athena just seems wholly capable. There was also a scene earlier when she still yes. had messed up hair where she was able to, like, match Kim with all of her, like, flippy uh, her soccer moves. moves. And stuff. Yeah, and, and, like, Ron makes a comment here, like, oh, Kim, you you knew that that's what, uh, where the door was, right? And she's like, yeah, I, I would have figured that out, you know. That happens several other times. They're like, oh, Kim, you knew what that was, right? And he's like, yeah. So no. I was just confused that, like, I thought this was... A secret base of she goes, but no, it's a secret science lab yeah, I, that she go goes to. But then there's nobody there, uh, except one thing, animal. This Rufus. is where we find the origin story of Rufus, Rufus, where he is in this lab and he was experimented on to be super smart. And Ron just like takes Lots him out, of the cage. and and he looks pretty good, I think, because his effects, like he is obviously a computer animated. What if he was like? Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit, like, oh. just a cartoon. And he was, like, the only cartoon. Oh, that, that, I would have maybe even liked that better. But, uh, yeah, he looks fine. He's cool. I think, I may, I probably have it wrong, but I don't. Nancy Cartwright, I think, who is the voice of... Lisa Simpson? Lisa or Bart. She's some... Bart, whoever Rufus's voice actor is, is the same in this movie, which they probably could have just reused old, like, sound yeah. like, audio. But, so, was uh, fine. He, he really doesn't talk actor. at all. He just, maybe, like, one time, like, rah, rah. he's always going, dee, 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 dee. Uh, oh, and there, the pretty obvious conflict that immediately gets ratcheted up is that Athena is too good and cool, and Kim starts to get jealous. Of yeah, her. or I, I don't know if it's. Do you think it's jealousy or just. Do you it's think, jealousy. You think the movie, so? Later on, we'll get Grandma saying, Jealousy ain't oh. a good look for you. Oh, okay. Uh, but they find Shigo, and there's a fight, and. Ron and Kim get knocked into an eel. Yeah, an eel cage. And and Kim has, like, some massive fear of eels. Well, I mean, I don't know. Would you be chill just being No, I wouldn't know. Because Ron's like, well, here's a, f- a fun fact. Eels can give birth to a thousand eels at one Which time. Which I don't think is true. They can just pop them out whenever. And, yeah, they're stuck in here. And with Rufus, they're stuck in here. And, yeah, a- Athena has to do her whole, I guess, save the world and stop Shigo when she breaks open the... The cage. That- well, actually, before that happens, oh, the- is she tries to help with the fight when Kim's yes. fighting, but she kind of screws stuff up. Athena, that yeah. is, that then leads Shigo to knock them into the pen. So and and Shigo gets this magic cube thing. Yeah, the all spark, the the all spark, the infinity stone, yes. whatever. It, yeah, we'll see what it's used for, but it's it's as a MacGuffin. A MacGuffin. And I had already seen some of this spoiled for me, where Athena is a bad. Yeah, spoiler alert. She can be so cool is because she's evil. We should have put a spoil spoiler alert. So 
that all makes sense how it's like oh yes. she's making Kim jealous and then she's screwing up at times but then being super cool at times we'll, so. uh, we'll maybe try to point that out I guess when that's revealed but it's, it's not, not not for a bit actually no. uh, so Athena fights with Shigo but ultimately loses but yeah. in this point it's still believable to us as the viewer yes. even though because she's just she's this, not within sight this of is just Kim. her first time you know doing you know going out there to save the world right like she's not gonna be perfect right you know so yeah so Shigo gets away with the all spark but she still does enough to seem very cool because yes. Draken seems to always have a live video feed of Kim yes. Possible at all times, including when she's at school for the soccer tryout. So he makes it go viral, I guess, and everybody's like thinking that Kim's kind of lame, but but Athena's well, cool. Well, he says he le- he's going to leak this leak to, uh, possibly to the social network site called Villainstagram oh. or Villain Instagram or whatever okay, you want to say. Okay. He then says, think of the cruel memes. That's right. And in very stepsister from Planet Weird style, we cut to school the next day. During the fight, uh, Athena uses like a bow staff. Everybody's using it. Everybody's got bow staff. Just like doing copying Athena. And talking shit about him, including the, Bonnie. And, and the uh, the principal slash teacher slash only adult in the school makes a, a uh, an announcement. Do not be using, you know, the staffs or be careful with how you use your staffs or whatever it is. And Bonnie also is befriending uh Athena, and we learn that she's, like, on the soccer team. Just to obviously make him more mad, I guess. Jealous. I don't know. Jealous, yeah. jealous, it's super yes. ratcheted up to the point where she goes to her grandma's house and asks grandma, can you teach me how to use a bow staff? Take me to the dojo. And yeah. grandma pushes a button, and it's like, okay. oh. Secret dojo inside her house. And it's like, uh, we also see Kim has, like, a secret, you know, armory, hidden wall. Thing, In but her it's room. Like, Bitch, yes. if everybody knows you're a spy, you don't need to do all this secret Yeah, you don't need stuff. to hide it. I, I would assume in the show there's probably an episode or something that shows that the mother and the grandmother are just like super badass, you know, ninja people too. Well, at least in the movie, I mean, her parents know she's a spy, but it's yes. like the parents were more of like a, a tech support role. Yeah, which... like her parents are smart, obviously. Like her parents are like scientists, or at least the dad is. I think the mom is. No, they're, they're both. Both are, yeah. They're like Johnny Test's sisters. Oh. <laughs> that show is so bad. Uh, so Jima, she teaches her lessons about yes. not being a jealous bitch. Don't be jealous, but but also how to use the staff, but not really. Yeah, and we find out. No, because that's when I went to the bathroom. I'm like, ah, she'll learn how to use the staff, but no, not really. Not really. Then there is a special uh, ceremony or school assembly to celebrate the most successful or coolest freshman, where the teacher slash principal is giving a speech where she's saying like. She's got a 4.5 GPA. She's the star of the soccer team, even though I think she's only been on the team for maybe a day at this point. And she's already been voted homecoming king and queen. Yeah, that was kind of uh, interesting. I laughed. And that is Athena. Yeah, she's the best things in sliced bread. But then Shigo and Draken break into the school to try to kidnap her. Through the ceiling, of course. You know, the ceiling falls down. Oh, here's the, the, the fun little levitating force field that comes down from the ship. But Kim will rescue her, right? Because she has the staff. After she takes a mop head off of a, a mop. She, she doesn't. She, she sucks. wipes out hard. She, she tries to do like some crazy cool flip and she just face plants and... It should be said that uh, in this one moment, Draken has a bunch of hench yes. girl ninjas that, yes. based on some stuff that also happens in the movie, maybe are secret robots. Oh. It seemed, at least in the cartoon movie, he had like robot assistants and like Sam was like, yeah, that's totally normal for him. I'm like, I, I don't know. That, that is a good point. Uh, so she's not fighting Draken and Shigo directly, but Kim is fighting these, you know, goons, the putties, and, of, like and Power Rangers, if you will. Everybody's recording Kim landing flat on her face and before she lands flat on her face athena is yelling for kim to throw the the mop broom you know handle thing to her to do her epic awesome move i think she calls it let me do my epic awesome move or whatever based on what happens later on in the movie unclear what would have happened if she did send that's a good point staff to her that's a good point but she doesn't she lands on her face she's jealous and she's saying i'm gonna show up athena and save the day and like everybody's laughing at kim because she's landing on her face the videos are going viral and And the villains just like yeah they leave with athena yes so now everybody's gone the teacher and the students you know run outside to watch the ship leave and they're just kind of like kim sucks and the the principal teacher is like i worked 10 hours on that banner and everybody hates Kim. There was a banner celebrating Athena. Probably about cats. It was probably cats. This teacher really loves cats. 
So here we get a few scenes cutting away and back to what Draken's doing. I'll just kind of speak to most of what happens here. Yes. This is where we're revealed, and it's, I think, news to Shigo, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of like a dramatic cutaway as Shigo and Draken are bickering to then Athena sitting in a chair. And as she talks, it's like, oh, she's not really kidnapped at all. She was working for them. Yeah, she's like, oh, so now what's my next mission? I helped to do all this. Uh, what do I, you know, she actually just wants her next, next task to do. And we'll find out what her first mission was yes. a little bit. Uh, meanwhile, Ron uh, helps Kim through her crisis of faith, like immediately. She's like, oh my God, I'm a failure, but I'm not great at everything. I'm not Kim Possible. It's okay, KP. And it's like, wow, this is really cool. I love this Kim Possible character. Yeah. Like, 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 you don't call off like, yes, Kim is great at everything. That's part of her character. But when you call attention to it, and then when she feels bad for not being the best at everything, it's just like, oh, I don't like her anymore. Like ha- she's yeah. Cody in the 13th year. Yeah, like half the movie, I don't know, I feel like at least half the movie, she's like down like this. Like she just like, like you said, she's just jealous or just That's why this has lost weird, her confidence. It's one of those things where this movie, who is this for? It's not for somebody who's never seen Kim Possible, because otherwise oh, yeah. this isn't a I great mean, introduction of the character. There's, I mean, it like, like you said, there's really a lot of like fun fan, fan, um, I can't think of the word. Is, Stuff you, to piece of the, the fans. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Well, they, like you said, they have and Rufus. I clapped because I knew what that was. <laughs> they, have, they have Christy Carlson Romano. They have fun stuff in the movie that, you know, makes it. But what, what I mean is if, like me, I don't really know the character Kim no. Possible. If I'm being introduced during this movie, it doesn't it's make not a you great like character her. introduction. The stuff that they're doing in this movie is only interesting if you're a fan of the show. But if yes. you're a fan of the show, you're not going to like this movie for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Including Ron Possible. <laughs> like I said. I don't I, like Ron Possible in the cartoon. And, and he's not even really in this movie that much he's either. He's in plenty. I mean, he's there, but he's not, like, the main focus. We just focus. haven't talked about everything he's doing. Okay. There's multiple scenes of him having messy hands eating nachos. With Rufus. Yeah, Rufus, hey? We like Rufus. So, Ron and Kim, they develop a plan with the assistance of Allison Hannigan and Grandma. Yep. That they're going to break into Draken's lair. Where is it? Well, they know. It's no problem. I yeah. think Wade knows where it is. Wade something. knows everything. Little boy knows knows. He also it all. has like maps of the school that helps to guide Kim around at times. Yes. Cool stuff. Cool Wade, who just that's he graduated to college or something, like the age of ten or whatever they said. And this is all he does. Where do they get this money to fund all these cool gadgets? I I think maybe in the cartoon some of it's like her parents through like their science work are oh, really through, rich, like grants. Or they develop like the the tech for her in house, literally. In the house. Uh but they pretty effortlessly break into yeah, um, like all, all, all she really needs to do is cut like a hole in like a sky window. It and really it was one of those it. things where it's like, was it purposeful, easy to get in there? And it's not like that not they really, needed yeah. them for the rest of their plan. No, but they Draken didn't. will end up capturing them. But before that, yes. she catches up to Athena and she's like, come on, Athena, let's go. And, 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 and like just, Athena's sitting at just like a, I don't know, like a vanity, just like doing her hair and makeup, makeup and stuff. She's like, oh, Kim. You know, oh, you were such a bad friend to me. Yeah, she's just like talking shit, and yeah. then also reveals that she is an android made by. She Draken. pulls her face off, which is which was a cool effect. She pulls like her eye out she of her has, head. She has like a half half of her face half pops head opens off, up, and then yeah, quickly puts it back on. Yes. And why was she an android? Even at this point, I don't think she knows what she was doing. But we'll learn shortly that she was essentially stealing the cool essence or spark. Yes, of, of what Kim. makes Kim Kim, and that's why Kim was starting to suck. It's not that she like wasn't cool anymore. It's that Siphoning. Athena was taking her life energy. Yeah, and and we we see Athena has like a giant kind of like she's got like Charlie Day like kind of like weird layout. You know, like oh, this is where Kim goes to eat. Yeah, and it's lunch to establish and... why she knows everything about Kim. But also, we just have Draken always watching her, so he could have just like yes. programmed that into her. I don't know why it was treated like such a dramatic reveal. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like, oh, she was an evil robot. That's why she knew all that stuff. I don't need Kim being like, oh, my God. And then we have like the usual suspect. It was just like, a betrayal. Being like, that's your taco order? What a coincidence. It was, was the like, betrayal, up, man. The betrayal. So obviously Athena doesn't want to be rescued. And and she even makes a comment. Like she even tries to kind of warn Kim. Like, you just better get out of here before whatever happens. Like she doesn't like. 
go report Kim to like the two. Like, I don't know. She just kind of like, you just better get out of here before stuff gets wild. So Team Possible all gathers up and is about to fight Draken, but they all get trapped in a force field prison thing. Yeah, just very conveniently where they were all standing together. But Rufus, Draken, is, Rufus falls out of the, the field and is like with a drone thing. And Draken reveals his grand plan about the spark and everything. I right. was going to take the essence from you, Cameron, put her into Athena, and then take it myself and kill Athena because she's yeah. just a robot. And I don't he's care doing, about it's very her. very self-referential being like, ah, I'm doing my evil plan thing. And Ron's like, ah, oh, I like this. It helps me like catch up when I don't <laughs> get some things. And it's all like, okay, okay, movie. That's fun. We like that. Uh, but yeah, Draken will end up killing Athena. I mean, was she ever alive? Uh, do androids dream oh. of electric sheep? Uh, he's going to kill her to take the life essence, and he'll be the perfect person because he'll have, like, the cool moves of Kim and the flexibility his brains. And the brains. Sure, whatever. Uh, Kim's like, you can't kill her. She's my friend. And it's like, oh, my God. Even after She's just a happened, robot, Kimberly. She's going to say that she's my friend. Uh, and, and, and like, like, Athena isn't like, oh, it's okay, I'm a robot. She's just like, there's fear in her eyes. Like, she doesn't want to, like, Because she's already hooked up to the machine at this point. Yes. Like, like they have the brain things, yeah, like you said, attached to their head. You know, like, the brain like, things. Like, she's not, like, she didn't volunteer to do this. I mean, she was built for this purpose, but she's not, like, you would think that it would be ingrained in her, like, I am a robot. I, mean, I will do what I need to. volunteer to, like, you know, heat up my hot cocoa. That's but, true. I mean, she's a toaster. Wow. You just want to stick your hot pocket in her? You don't put hot pockets in toasters, Jake. I don't know. You put them in microwave. Pop tarts. Those you put in the toaster. Yes. You want to use your toaster strudel? That's what I was going for, maybe. <laughs> we can stop there. Don't worry. I won't edit any of this. Excellent. Uh, Rufus, yeah, there's a drone. He hops on it. Wade is somehow able to navigate it. And Ichigo shoots it down as he's... Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Draken reveals that the, the deactivation switch... The the button's, like, just, like, on an awkward way high up on, like, the wall. And he's like, that's where the button is. And they're like, she goes pissed. Like, don't, why are you telling him that? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just... We always do that. You know, kind of thing. But yes, like I said, Rufus slaps the button. The cage is open. They're free. Or the force field's down. But the transfer between Athena and... Draken it's happening. You can see Athena's, you know, being drained of her energy or whatever essence, and but then Kim shoots like a laser at the MacGuffin, and it it, it's to... the lipstick. It's the lipstick. It was referenced, yeah, you know, whatever. several, you know, before in the movie. She could have just shot her fucking grappling hook at it, and it would have been. But, but then now it starts to reverse. So Athena's getting her energy back, but Draken's getting smaller. Yeah, it's it's something where it's just like. It doesn't really necessarily make sense why it's happening, but since the movie says this is what happened, it's like, okay, sure, that's what happens. And so Athena is totally fine. Draken turns into, like, a child? Yeah. Like, Maybe a teenager, like but a, he's Like a 10-year-old? Like, uh, hasn't hit his growth spurt yet. Yeah, of. it was it was kind of weird, and he just sounds kind of goofy, and, and she sucks. goes, yes. The guy and, who plays Draken, Jacob thought he looked like Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. His performance, he kind of sounds like the cartoon it character. He kind of creepy. I, yeah, I thought uh, it was cool. Like, he had, like, blue veins. You know, he wasn't, like, blue. His character wasn't blue or gray. But I thought he looked creepy, like Joaquin. And I thought he, I thought he did good. But this kid version of him sucks, sucks. ass. Yes. And and uh, she goes, like, what the heck is this thing? And he's, like, still trying to be, you know, like, adult. Draken, like, Shigo, we need to go. And he's like, what, what's wrong with my voice? What's wrong with, my, why are my clothes so baggy? Uh, yeah, they escape, and this whole deal has basically started a meltdown where the whole oh, place no. is going to explode. Kimmy, we got to get out of here, says Grandma and Mom and Ron. They're all leaving. They're all out. And she's like, I can't leave my friend who's here. And, and, and then I, Athena's like, I can save the day. I am a, I'm robot. a robot. I am the only one that can stop the... What is Kiss? <laughs> and she like stabs the the special blue orb thing. She, well, she has like that weird metal staff. thing, the staff thing, yes. And she like absorbs. She's getting shocked the whole time, and yeah, like it just blows up. Everything blows up. You see, like a everybody's jumping out of the frame. You know, there's the explosions behind yeah, them. It's it dramatic, looks, you know, you cool know, explosion behind them. We like it. Running away, and then yeah, blow Don't up. worry, Athena ain't dead. We she see a hand blown to pieces. Yeah, we see a hand, and she's, and then Kim picks up the hand, like, oh, Athena. And then we hear, like, a voice off in the distance. Kim, I need a hand. Get it? Because her hand blew off? Oh, actually, like Lucas said, her whole body blew off. I need a gun to blow my brains <laughs> out. Now it's, just, it's literally a, a head. It's Athena's head. That's all we get. And 
And don't worry, because Kim's parents are super smart science people. They are able to repair her. Yeah. We're getting a, a narration here at the end as things wrap up. Athena's repaired. They also did some stuff to turn her good and get rid of Drac and stuff, which is like, hmm, is that ethical? Movie, Kim? Yeah. You're like, Athena's my friend, even if she's a robot, but also I'm going to program her to make sure she's always my friend. <laughs> uh, and then it's basically the end of the movie. Or is it? Yes, it's not even like a post-credits. It's just as the credits play, we see uh, Dragon pull up. Yes. In it. Mommy. Mommy Shigo. Mommy Shigo. Who's dropping off Kid Draken, who has both a wig and like makeup over his veins. Yeah, we see him applying the makeup still to his, his blue face. And he's like, well, Shigo, I... Oh, I guess he's like, well, Shigo, well, so Shigo, bad. I need to go to school now and learn the golden rule now. And he is, yeah, going to Middleton High. And, and she goes like just... teasing again for like a sequel or yeah. a series or something. But thank God there is no more. We do not need to deal with Kid Dracula. Yeah, I don't think I would have liked that. But yeah, she goes like, you know, tell him, oh, you know, just tell him you're gifted. The gifted student who graduated or got all these. Because it was Kim's Kim's high school. Yeah. yeah that's and he does like... call Shigo mommy. And I had already yeah. said mommy that uh, was, in that scene. That was interesting. Uh, and that's like the end of the movie. Kind of yeah. a weird send-off or weird cliffhanger i guess yeah we get like the theme song again dun, 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 dun. Uh, but they don't even play kim like the whole possible thing, yeah the end that was kim possible 2019 was not a musical so lucas by nature hates it it's um, not true i mean there's plenty of musicals i haven't like like all the descendants movies that's fair which yeah. will be yeah, descendants three yippee ki it was 90 minutes though so that's always a, a point in its favor but not too many points this is not a great movie Again, I have no affection for Kim Possible. No, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's... Uh, but I think this is one where if you did, and certainly ratings online about this movie seem to show that fans People didn't did not like it. Like it. Yeah. Uh, not that I think Kim Possible is some untouchable I thing. Just, I just feel like a lot of these people that didn't like these movies weren't rating them, you know, the, the year, uh, or maybe they were. I mean, I don't know. I Honestly, it's like easily, I mean, people review bomb stuff all the time. It's yes. People see, oh, live-action Kim Possible... Fuck that. And they don't even watch it. Like you said, they don't even watch it. Yeah. So it's, who knows how, how fans really felt. I, I thought some of the, like seeing Christy Carlson Romano was fun. A little bit of Rufus action was fun. Like there's, there were some aspects, like if you like watch Impossible back in 2002. If, if you, yeah, every, every movie, I, I you gotta you find the good. You should eat up all these Disney things. The Star to. Wars movies. Oh, I'm, I liked in Rogue One when... Uh, I never watched any of the Star Wars. I never got into that. I, but I would. Dead Guy shows them. I would. I, I, you I should. You would love Star all Wars. that shit. I probably like, would. Oh my god, I clapped when I, I saw... It was, it was so, for someone that watched Kim Possible... Dustin, and you haven't seen Star Wars? I've watched bits and parts of them. Well, still, you're like, you haven't seen... Back to the Future? Star Wars is more crucial to pop He hasn't seen, you know, Jurassic Park movies. He hasn't seen, well, yeah, you know, most of the Indiana Park. Jones movies. Like one and a half good Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, for someone that watched Kim there's Possible... one and a half good... Well, there's, like, a single good Kim Possible movie combined between all the Kim Possible Yeah, movies. that's fair. So someone that watched Kim Possible in 2002, I liked it. I, I recognized that. I, I liked it. The effects were fun. I, some of the characters are kind of weak. Um... Like all but, of them, yeah. Except maybe Athena, I guess. Yeah, I, I, yeah. The, 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 I mean, the acting wasn't necessarily bad. They were just like, like the characters were, I don't know, just like a, a tenth of what I they. Mean, they're cartoon they, characters yeah. in live action. So yeah. So I mean, what, what can you expect? You know, and some of the effects were fun and cool. Okay, you're and, just repeating yourself. Yeah, but I, I mean, they were more than more than usual. I should say. I, I should have actually. And, uh, I should have gone in more, like at the end of your the last episode when I was body swapped with you to be. Oh, like, the effects were good. There should've. was lots of extras. It made me feel like a kid again. I I saw <laughs> something that I liked and I recognized. That's me. I didn't watch this as a kid actually, so I hated it. But it was magical, so I liked it. This one was not magical, but it had good effects. I mean, yeah, there wasn't really anything magical. No. About it. It didn't make me feel magical. No. Uh, but something that might is if we ever get another email again, <laughs> uh, write in to a whole new pod at gmail.com to decide, hey, should we even keep plugging the email? <laughs> or can I just like save us a little time at the end? Uh, something we can email us. save a little time with. Anybody. Is saying, never remember. We would have obviously talked about Kim Possible before and probably said, easy layup, but Kim Possible in this movie? Maybe I, not. I maybe a, maybe Athena could though. But would she if she was bad? Probably not. 
Yeah, that's one of those weird things where it's like, uh, should we say like the cartoon villain characters would actually work? It's a tough for me. That feels a little weird. Yeah, it seems like a cop out. I think that towards the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, they're all friends now. They're all good. Kim's got her mojo back. Obviously, they could have stopped Al Qaeda. They could have, but but in the middle of the movie and before all that, I don't think they would have. No, but so yeah, it's, it's an if the then. Team. Now, if they ever had continued this, I'm sure Athena would continue on. Yeah, so that's why this definitely. has to be like a separate timeline from the cartoon series. Yes, because where's Athena? I didn't like her because I didn't recognize her. True. Uh, that was never remember. Never remember for the uninitiated. Which come on, how are you finding this podcast? Uh, that's where we talk about whether this, the terrorist attacks on could <laughs> have been prevented by the the main characters of the decom of the yes. of the episode, and then. We've got so much, so much pop to get through. A lot of pop. We're in my favorite time of the year when Mountain Dew releases its summertime flavors. So Let's we go. Have two of them, but we're just going to do just one. Just the one. Just week. for now. And that is Baja. Yeah, they've done like weird Baja spinoffs before, like pineapple. And, uh, but this is Baja Passion Fruit Punch. Coincidentally enough, um, one of our listeners had, had uh, suggested these two flavors that this one and another one to us earlier in the week so who was that you're just making shit up no who said to do, i don't okay to, to me yes <laughs> well listeners if you want to know anything you know like, hey i'll tell you what i bought these unknowing about this <laughs> and jacob who was told about this shows up he ain't got no pop in hand no so. because you had them yeah so You'd this, had them already. This is due with a blast of natural and artificial passion fruit flavor. I don't know if I've ever had a passion fruit. I can't say what they taste like, but I it's purple. It is purple. It's a nice purple. It looks like the grimace shake, which I have Shut once. The fuck <laughs> I had one. I I didn't do a grimace death scene. If you've seen those videos, I don't know if you have. Yes, shut the fuck. <laughs> you love them. This episode is coming out at least <laughs> over a week from when we're recording. Well, that grimace is true. Shakes. Even last episode, we're kind of dead. People will uh, know. I have a know. feeling this is going to taste like Mountain Dew. So, yeah, bust this out. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Taste that, taste that passion, that passionate fruit here. I mean, I got passion for passion dew. for fruit, passion for dew. Ooh, smells pretty good. Ooh, I'm ready to sniff it. Come pick it up. The bottle is not purple to uh, enhance the color. The the new soda company thing is like we don't do colored bottles because it's easier to recycle, even though a lot of plastics aren't recyclable anyways for various reasons that us as the consumers can control. It's purely on wow, manufacturing. That is uh, quite the smell. Yeah, it's kind of got the quite the tropical bouquet to it. Are we slurping? Tastes like Mountain Dew. Yeah. Well, again, there's there's some like fruity fruitiness to it, huh? Well. Obviously. So this is treated as like a sub-brand of yeah. Baja Blast, bad. I guess, which I haven't had Baja Blast in quite some time. So I can't really connect if there's some flavor overlap. Uh, I think they just do Baja for when it's like more tropical flavors. It's fine. Yeah, I, 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 I don't mind I don't necessarily be like hunting down a, a 12-pack of these or anything. No, it's it's good though. It's, it's, it's you know, it's it, I, I think I would drink this over regular Mountain Dew. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, there's novelty to it. Mm-hmm. Not bad. So next time, I don't remember the name of that one, uh, but that one's like, speaking of, I don't know what passion fruit <laughs> tastes like. That one is guava flavored. Love that. And I don't know what guava tastes like, but no. I bet that one also would taste like Mountain Dew. We'll see. And we even got, we still got to get the Sour Warhead sodas, the yeah. last two in there at some Good point. Golly. We got, we got some We're sodas set. to get. We're set. We're set. Yeah, we got we got a bright future. <laughs> it's the only time I feel alive is when there's no Mountain Dew flavors to anticipate. Yeah. So if you uh, have enjoyed this show, Jacob started the trend in the last episode that we should also rem- remind people of the show that they, they listened to at the end. Thank you. Uh, he did that the Freaky Friday. So this, this was a whole new pod. This, yeah. I was Lucas Melby. I was Jacob Telejohn. And you can find us and probably have found us on various <laughs> podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, yeah, Google-ish, all that stuff. As well as YouTube.com slash A Whole New Pod, where you can like and comment on our videos. And Twitter, 
where you can find us at AWN Pod. Will Twitter still exist? I think they briefly had that 600 tweet limit that you could view, but I believe that's that was away. weird. That was a, a dark day. I mean, I didn't hit the limit, so uh, I guess it was okay. Uh, the the theory is that they fucked up something in the back end, and yeah. they just weren't able to fix it right away. So Elon was just like, oh, instead of saying, hey, something might break, it'll be like, we're, uh, you can only look at 600 <laughs> unless you, that was you very pay odd. us money. Uh, but we don't have any plans in place. And, and maybe they released that because Threads came out. So who knows? Well, no, I mean, Threads even came out before it was supposed to come out, like the day ahead of time. Or yeah. Days. Uh, but no, we are not on Threads. I mean, I can leave that in Dustin's court if he wants to start a Thread account. I don't have yeah. a ton of faith in Threads right now. Uh, I'm still on Twitter, not really posting anything. But, you know, I'm still hoping for the, the return of that weird period of time where Our Twitter all, was fun. all of the porn accounts were oh. like, I'm stepsister Pokemon <laughs> or whatever. So, oh, you know, no. That's why. That's why I stick with a platform like Twitter oh, of course. for the bots, you know. Buy this t-shirt, uh, you know, that kind of spam. We're not going to spam you with anything anymore so well, i'm just gonna keep slurping on this uh drink here purple drink next time i think jacob had something some wise words to take us out on and she kims she kims she kims she kims she kims possible This video goes out to all YouTube viewers, but especially all the hackers on YouTube. Stop hacking. Yesterday, there was an issue with a couple of my personal files on my, on my personal computer, and I was hacked. I lost pictures. I lost documentations. I lost PowerPoint presentations all because I was hacked. Now I don't know what someone is going to do with those files but hackers you're going to get what you deserve but it's not going to be from me. It's not going to be from me. So hackers here's what you need to do. Three things you need to do. One stop hacking Two. find something else to do with the time they usually heck with three and this is a big one this is an important one just don't hack just don't don't do it don't do it cuz something's gonna happen to you but I'm not it's not gonna be me I'm not gonna do it it's not